A very good morning on behalf of Teach 613. We welcome you to Take 10 for Talmud. Babakama Kuf Beis, Babakama 102b, pagination is 204. We're excerpting a specific section on the page, which can be found counting up from the wide lines, about eight lines in the beginning of a line, Hamakdish Nechasov. A person who designates through a vow commitment all of his assets to Hektish to the Beis Hamikdash. Malin Lo Tefillin, the Gemara says, we include in that donation and therefore in the considerations for redemption even his Tefillin. What a statement. Even his Tefillin are included in the designation, they become hectish, and he would have to redeem them in order to have them back. Amalei Abaye, Abaye says, in, that's correct. Daito shal odom al tfilin, a person who is designating his assets as hectish, he's including even his tfilin. He thinks he's doing this big mitzvah. And therefore, that's included. And apparently, there's no very firm law that could stop that from happening. So that's his dedication, that's his commitment, and it's binding. But when a person makes hektish, he doesn't include his wife's clothing, his children's, uh, things that are designated for them, he's not including, because that would create, literally the word Eva means hatred, it would create dysfunction in the emotional relationship between them if he were to dedicate their things. So their things are indeed excluded, and that's how the Rambam learns codifies it in the laws of Erchen, Perigimel, Halacha Yudalid, regarding the assets designated for the wife and children, and Perigvav, Halacha Gimel, regarding the Tefillin. I wanted to use this as a springboard for the discussion of how important is it for a person to have their own Tefillin. A man over the age of bar mitzvah is obligated to wear tefillin every weekday, and it's definitely considered considered normative <coughs> for each man to have his own pair of tefillin. Now, is that truly necessary? Question number one, and question number two: If other mitzvahs would get in the way, so to speak. He only has, uh, let's say, $500, and he has a choice between mezuzah or tefillin, let's say. Which one should he do? How important is it to own one's own tefillin? So, one of the good starting points for this is the Bach in Simon Chaf Hay in Orachayim, where he points out that if a person doesn't own his own tefillin, indeed 
He could borrow someone else's tefillin, put them on for a short period of time, and fulfill his obligation. The problem is that if so, the Bach points out, he would not be wearing them for Shema and Tefillah. And that's critical, that's very important. To wear the tefillin during Shema, which mentions the mitzvah of tefillin, and during Shemona Esrei, to be wearing the tefillin. Now, naturally, there's a flip side way that a person could try to do a workaround, and he says, oh, I will wear it for Shema and Shemona Esrei, because I'll only daven after everybody else has finished davening, and then there are plenty of tefillin to be borrowed. The problem with that, of course, is that this person won't be davening tefillah b'tzibur. He won't be davening with the congregation, which is a different important consideration. And therefore the Bach concludes v'onche gadol. It's a great problem for a person to rely on borrowed tefillin. In the Mishnah also, Simon Chafhei in Arachayim, the Mishnah points out another issue that a person may have is that the knot for the tefillin, particularly the Shalrosh, might be too big or too small for his head because it's sized for the owner's head. And if indeed it's not a good fit, then not only is he not Yotze, the mitzvah of tefillin, but he also is mevorech levatola. He's saying Hashem's name for nothing when he makes the bracha on the tefillin, because if they're not sized properly, it's as if he's not wearing them. And therefore, it's very important for a person to have his own tefillin. If indeed a person simply can't afford, so the Mishnabura concedes that he would be borrowing tefillin. That's the best he can do. However, in Sefer Machne Yisrael, the Chafetz Chaim writes that he should reach out to his relatives for help because this is considered a, a standard, an important thing that a person should indeed have their own tefillin, and on a practical level, mentioned in Dirshu Mishnabura footnote 7, is that therefore a person should travel with their own tefillin and not rely on borrowed tefillin. Again, Mishnabura's reason, it might not be sized properly if he's borrowing. Number two, by the Bach, that if he's borrowing, it could be he's not going to get them until the owner is finished davening, and by then he would have missed tefillah b'tzibur. The Pizchei Tshuva in Yoridea, Simon Reish Pei Hei, comments on a Ramah. The Ramah writes, Im ein yado maseges liknos tefillin u mezuzah, if a person can't afford both tefillin and mezuzah, and we give a scenario, his house has 10 rooms, and each mezuzah is 50 or $60, and tefillin could be obtained 
for five hundred or six hundred dollars. Um, so which one should he do? So the Ramah writes in Hilchas Mezuzah, Yikne Tefillin. Better you should have a pair of Tefillin. The Pesachet Shuvah comments that it's not so clear to him that that's indeed supposed to be the ruling. Because by Tefillin, you could borrow. By Mezuzah, you can't borrow. It's got to be on everybody's doorpost. So maybe there's a solution for this person if indeed he's available in the Jewish community every morning, maybe borrowing tefillin might be a solution for him rather than having his house go without mezuzahs. You see how with surgical precision we do need to identify how important it is that a person has his own tefillin, what would happen if a different mitzvah is going to lose out? Uh, firstly, not davening with the tzibur. Is that enough to warrant that he must have his own tefillin, even if he loses out on mezuzah? Is the fact that not wearing properly sized tefillin as a concern that we might have is enough to weigh against owning his own mezuzahs? At what point can we say that tefillin or mezuzah are definitively more important for him to purchase with the money that he's saving up? Interestingly, the Pischet writes that if the, he's very confident that he's going to get tefillin every day, it's just a suffix. He's not absolutely positive but he's pretty sure that he's going to get tefillin, then perhaps he should be doing mezuzah, because that's the mitzvah right in front of him, right now, that he's obligated for sure. However, if he's only renting his lodging, then the Pesachet writes, perhaps the way of the weight of priority switches back to tefillin because a person in a rental location is only obligated in mezuzah midrabonon rabbinically as opposed to tefillin which is biblical to be done each day and then even if it's only a suffix a maybe that he might not get the tefillin in a way that he could do the mitzvah properly each day even if it's only a doubt, that might be enough to warrant spending the money on tefillin instead of mezuzah, being that mezuzah, in the case of rental, is only midrabonon. Yashikoach, thank you for joining.